We are back with another episode of Instructions Not Included. I am your host and podcast creator, Ian. And I appreciate, as always, the patience between episodes. Uh, these last couple of weeks have been kind of crazy. I have since returned back to work on light duty. Light duty meaning no more than 10 pounds, which is kind of crazy, but is what it is. And I'm going to be doing that till the new year. Cause I don't want to blow out my face and have to go through all that shit again. So 10 pound limit for the rest of the year. I'm just kind of coasting through it is what it is. Uh, I'm bringing you an episode today about croup cough and the flu all at the same time. And it sucks ass ladies and gentlemen, but it finally happened. It finally happened. Uh, my son got sick at school. Uh, it's been a minute actually since he's been sick at school, uh, since he's, since he's switched schools, uh, you know, he, he would get a couple of ear infections. Um, I think he had like two over the summer, which were, they were, they were fairly mild, but they were still ear infections, uh, which, you know, side note, he's going to get, uh, tubes put in his ears again. Cause he had them one time and they fell out, I think at the beginning of this year and he's had four ear infections since then. So they've determined that he's going to get tubes again. And yeah, uh, no fun, but hopefully it helps him out and he grows out of it by now they're saying like four or five is the age that kids will grow out of ear infections. So yeah, we'll see. It seems like, you know, the science behind certain things with kids is always constantly changing. (laughs) Like we don't have a firm grasp on what the hell anything is when it comes to kids. It's all just up in the air and chaotic, which is very appropriate because that's what it's like having kids. So Yep, your tube soon. But yeah, he ended up getting sick at school, which uh, honestly, it uh, it I'm surprised it, it happened. Actually, I'm not surprised. What I'm surprised about is how long it took for him to get this sick in regards to like missing school for a couple of days. Um, it pretty much just took over, uh, you know, Monday, Tuesday, we kind of knew that he was getting sick. He had a cough and then um, he had a temperature like Tuesday and of like 102 and we ended up just picking him up it was already near the end of the day anyway so and then that night it just kind of like it's just started engaging like it just caught on real quick um and the croup cough is like a, if you don't know what croup cough is uh, i've heard it before but i this was you know I've, I've heard it like once before like what it was and my wife was like oh it's going to be croup cough So croup is a childhood condition that affects the windpipe, the airways to the lungs, and the voice box. Children with croup have a distinct barking cough and will make a harsh sound known as stridor when they breathe in. Now, I don't think he had the harsh sound when breathing in, but the cough was like this dry, rough cough, and holy shit. So what would happen was we hardly slept. Um, What happens is... He's pretty much okay during the day when he's up and running around and a cough will happen every now and then. But of course, like clockwork, it always just pops up at night when he's sleeping. And it's when, you know, he's lying down and I guess all that shit just flares up. So he would go on these like one to two minute coughing rampages. (laughs) Um, And it was always like three coughs. (laughs) (laughs) like that. And it would go on for like a minute to two. And then he would have like a five to eight minute break. And then it would go on again. And that was all freaking night. 
Um, it was Tuesday night. I believe it was Wednesday night. Uh, Thursday night, he actually didn't make a sound. I remember Friday, uh, my wife woke up and she was at work and I had opted to stay home with my boy Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which sucked because I just got back to work, you know, the week before and I feel really bad already missing work from having missed two and a half months when I broke my face, but is what it is. So she was like, man, I'm surprised we got sleep. That was Friday and Friday night to Saturday. I don't think it was too bad. Actually, that's a lie. It was shitty. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. Uh, my wife's doing inventory at her job, so she actually went in Saturday morning for a couple hours, and when she got home, she's like, we're all taking naps. And we took a nap that day, and that's kind of where we caught up on sleep. But um, the night previous to this podcast, I ended up sleeping in his room just so my wife can sleep because she ended up getting sick. So he also has the flu. So that was like the double whammy thing. Influenza A and croup cough is what he tested for uh, when I brought him in Wednesday morning, I think. So my wife's got the flu. I'm surprised. I'm feeling totally fine from being around my son for practically five days straight of taking care of him. And now my wife has the chills and everything. So she's resting right now. Hence why I'm having a moment to do this show. And dude, I'll take COVID at least my experience with COVID and my son's experience with COVID all day, any day in regards to this croup cough. Now he's just now getting a runny nose. He doesn't really have too much of the symptoms of the flu, but he tested positive for it anyway. But that croup cough was just overshadowing everything. Okay. Even when he would cough during the day, it was pretty shitty. Um, you know, we're constantly trying to keep him hydrated. There's absolutely nothing you can really do. Uh, we've given him some of like the, the honey tasting cough syrup. Surprisingly, he likes it because he is super picky on any type of medication in liquid form <laughs> that goes in his mouth. We have to do it in like little tiny intervals because if you do it too much, he'll just gag and throw it all up. And it always happens when you get like half of it in and you're like almost done and you do a little bit more. And he picks up on it and he throws it all up and then you're screwed. So there's not much you can do. Um, the doctor said, you know, steam, like hot shower steam. So we close the bathroom doors. We crank the heat up or the hot water full blast. We let it get real steamy. And then we go in there for about 20 minutes and then instantaneously go outside, just wrap them up in a towel, go outside for two minutes in the cold air. And that seems to like kind of give it a, a coat in the throat. <clears throat> Does it work? I don't think so. Um, I think it feels good at the time when he's outside breathing in the cold air. I imagine it's really like inflamed and hot feeling in the throat. I don't think I've ever had croup cough before. And if I did, I was too young to remember it. But you can hear in the cough that it is very painful. And he, he whines and cries in between coughs, especially when um, when he's sleeping at night or trying to sleep at night. So that was, uh, you know, we, we still do it. I, I think it might make his throat feel better. I don't know. We've been doing it with like the little Vicks pucks. So what I do is like, I'll steam up the bathroom and then for about four minutes and then I'll bring him in and it's all, it's like a sauna. It's great. Actually it feels really good. And then I throw one of those Vic Vicks pucks in the shower and then it just releases all that Vicks smell and kind of opens up the airway. And of course we're freaking grandma style Vicks on the throat, the back and the chest. <laughs> when he goes to bed, uh, we have the humidifier, uh, with the little Vicks 
tablet thing going. Um, and then there's like these patches you can buy that goes like on top of his pajamas. It just like sticks on it. And I don't know, man, if you could overdose with VIX, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to happen because we were VIXing the hell out of him. So last night he had a pretty good uh, sleep session. I didn't because I am just hyper vigilant, hyper aware. Uh, I just laid there. He likes to talk in his sleep a lot. He <laughs> He was like... I don't know. It sounded like he was getting in trouble by one of us. And then sometimes when he gets mad, when he's awake, he'll do his whining or, or bitching. And then he goes, like he growls. And he did that in his sleep last night. And I started laughing. Um, I just blew up the air mattress, um, laid next to him. And I turned off the monitor upstairs so uh, my wife could sleep because she had the shivers and all that stuff. So it's been, it's been crazy. Um, I'm ready to go back to work. Again, hopefully this time for real <laughs> because, uh, you know, I had to stay home for three days. But I'm healing all right. Um, I'm still numb. If you guys are new to this show and maybe new to this episode, check out the previous episode. I think it's entitled, like, I broke my face and now I'm half Terminator or something like that. Uh, catch up on it. I had a face injury, zygomatic bone fracture in like three different areas. I have two titanium plates in my face now and an orbital floor implant right here. Yep. If you're watching this on TikTok, uh, I'm still numb. It's going to be that way for months. Uh, there's no telling if I'm going to have like full um, feeling back in certain areas, like around my nostril, left nostril. That's kind of tingly and numb. I can feel it, but it's like, you know, the lidocaine wearing off in the dental after the dentist office, you know? So that's what it feels like. Some of my, my teeth are, if they're numb at times or the gums in between, cause it's all connected. Um, it's really annoying, but it's getting better. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm only like 5% swollen now, like 5% numb if I were to throw it on a, on a scale, but yeah, I'm hoping to not feel this way after the next few months. Um, I'm doing facial physical therapy starting at the end of this coming week. So I didn't know that existed, didn't know it was a thing, but it is all covered by workers comp. It's great. So we'll see what they make me do. Like, are they going to make me do weird noises? Wow. 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 You know, I'm moving my face. Everything's all stiff. The scar tissue parts like doesn't help. Um, it's swelling like on the inside of my mouth. So like my gums and all that are like rubbing up against my teeth a little more than normal. Yeah, it sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, don't take a 140 PSI supply line hose to the face, the cup link. Anyhow, the metal cup link that connects to the back of the fire truck, that shit hurts and it lasts a long time. So I'm hoping to get full feeling to my face back. But honestly, I am also mentally preparing to not because I do have a few friends that have plates in their face and they reached out and they pretty much went through the exact same operation that I did. And some of them don't have feeling in certain spots is what it is. Whatever, I guess better my face than anywhere else. Right. But moving on, we covered the croup cough. We covered the flu. It sucks. Sick kids suck. I'm sure there's no end in sight until they're 18, but whatever. Um, and another thing that happened that I thought was interesting, uh, you guys might laugh at this, and I'm sure it's happened to some parents. This was a total error on my part. 
Um, <laughs> so previous episode I mentioned, uh, we've since started potty training our son and he's got the peeing down hundred percent. He's even standing and pissing on his own at the, at the big boy toilet. I am a very proud dad. He also pees outside with me. It's awesome. I taught him right. But the pooping thing is taking forever and it sucks and it's messy. Okay. It's terrible. <laughs> and my son likes, I'm pretty sure he's doing it on purpose where he doesn't want to shit for like three days because he doesn't want to poop his pants and he also doesn't want to do it on the potty. So like, I think he purposely holds it in to where it's just a total freaking blowout and it smells so bad and he shits his pants. <laughs> and so what they do at daycare is, you know, they're really trying to get him to do it, but sometimes yes, he'll shit his underwear and they take it off and they bag it up <laughs> and they give it to us. So this was, has been going on for a couple of weeks now and it's been a minute since we've had like a, like he, like he's peed his pants. I don't know if he actually does that anymore to be honest. But anyways, I was so used to getting underwear back that had just urine in it and throwing it in the washing machine and just letting it do its thing. And then typically the underwear that just was just shit filled, we just throw it away. Like that's all we were doing. So we kind of had a routine. I'd throw away the underwear that had shit in it. I'd wash the ones that he peed in. And one day I was thinking a million miles a minute like I always do. Probably swamped with a bunch of bullshit happening at the house between the bathroom demos and the new water system, a heating system getting put in and the anticipation of returning to work and getting ready for winter and getting ready for freaking Halloween and holiday stuff coming up, um, booking vacations next year, all kinds of shit, pun intended. <laughs> I put his underwear to wash one day and it was filled with shit. And I didn't know it until I opened the washing machine and this waft of shit, this three-nager <laughs> shit hits me in the face. Even after being through a 60-minute wash cycle with freaking soap, you would think that... So it, lately, his stuff's been kind of like mashed potato-like, <laughs> so it's not like solid turds. You would think with the amount of water, it would just, you know, wash away, right? Hell fucking no. This kid shit pure cement. And when I opened that washing machine, because it was only a couple things of underwear and like one of his pants, there wasn't a whole lot of clothes going around in there. And that washing machine, it's a front load. It threw the shit all over the inner drum. And, you know, you can imagine it spinning super fast and it just like caked all over the drum. And I was like, oh, my freaking God. So what I ended up doing is, and I didn't tell my tenants this and I hope they don't listen to it. But what I ended up doing was I was like, okay, washing machine is out of commission right now. Um, I didn't tell them why. I just said, ah, I'm going to send it through a couple of clean cycles. So I took out his clothes. They they didn't have any more shit on them other than just a little bit from, you know, the shit in the drum, but they still smelled, but it was fine. The poop is now out of the underwear. 
So I set those aside and I, so the clean cycle on this thing is like five and a half hours long. So I filled the damn thing with bleach. I put it on a hot, hot water clean cycle and I let it do its thing. And then I went back and checked after five and a half hours and it got most of it, but I still had to like, I ended up just wiping down everything, the drum, the little rubber seal parts, the, everything inside that you can visually and, and, or visually see and physically get to. And then I ran it again, hot water and bleach five and a half hours. And then just for shits and giggles, I ran it one more time. So this is like a two and a half day process. Um, I ran it one more time bleach. And then I also put in like the tide and just everything possible to just to flush everything out. And that, that seemed to work. And then I threw his clothes back in. I did another quick wash. And, and then I think I did one more. I did like a one hour cycle with nothing in it and bleach again. Holy shit, man. This was a shit filled. I called it the shit machine. This was a shit filled washing machine and it was fucking terrible. So like <laughs> I am super vigilant now or hyper aware of all the underwear now coming back. I do the smell check and say, so, cause it was just in like plastic bags, you know, and I would just undo it and just toss it in. And I was in the mindset, like, this is all urine stuff. This is all urine stuff because the other one is separate. And I swear I threw it away. This one I missed. This one I missed. It was lesson learned. It was terrible. It's kind of funny at the same time. Um, I never thought I would see a washing washing machine full of shit. See, I'm stumbling over my words. That's that swelling of my lip, ladies and gentlemen. That was a good one, Ian. Good job. <sighs> Physical therapy, right? I'm going to start working those muscles out. They're going to give me something to chew on, I think, to build up muscle strength. I have no fucking clue. But... I wanted to share my story of the shit machine. So if you have a toddler that's in daycare and he's shitting his pants um, and the teachers and whatnot are sending that shit home, keep in mind to throw away the shit ones and double check. Because if you throw it in your washing machine and your child tends to shit cement, which I think most toddlers probably do, it's going to fling it all over to hell. There is no soap. That's going to make it smell better unless you wash it for 15 hours straight with straight bleach and hot water. And you got to put some elbow grease in and clean some shit out, quite literally. Fucking terrible, man. Dad life, right? Parent life. And here we are, my wife and I, discussing another child on the horizon. Hopefully a daughter. I mean, I want one, and I, and and there are times like these, um, especially lately, because you know. And I mentioned the term "threenager" earlier. Um, someone typed it out. That was the first time I've ever heard heard of that. May I mean, maybe I've heard of it before, but now it's really sticking with me because he it can be a freaking little shit sometimes, and. It was kind of nice to see that all of his friends at the school are like that. We went to like a pumpkin painting thing um, a couple weeks ago, and they're all the same. So I'm like, okay, at least my kid isn't the freaking terror <laughs> at the school. And and so they're all vibing off of one another. They're all learning things. They're all learning habits. They're all downloading and saving that shit to their little brains. And they just, you know, they vibe off one another. So they bring that home. And yes, I've increased the discipline for my child um, for the most part, you know, taking things away, time out or break time. 
works about 86% of the time. Uh, very rare do I have to spank. Um, I am trying a method also that my dad used where it was like, do we need to have a talk? Do we need to have a discussion? You know, you get into that, that tone, that dad tone. Um, and it's actually, there's been times lately where it's worked as soon as like, all I had to ask was like, do we need to have a talk? And he just, he tightens up like, and that's worked a couple times. Sometimes, yes, like I actually have to have the talk with him. And when I have that talk and we, we communicate on what he did wrong and what maybe is a better solution to do in the future, uh, it also works, but not all the time. Uh, he gets into these modes where, you know, that uh, prison time in his room for, you know, three to five minutes, uh, that's the way to go. And sometimes it takes a little smack to the butt. And that tends to work. Imagine that. Old-fashioned ways uh, working. I was spanked as a kid, and I turned out fine. Um, I haven't done any prison time. Uh, I don't snort cocaine off the hookers' asses. And I don't go to Tijuana on a regular basis to watch donkey shows. So uh, I'm not against spanking, but other methods I am totally fine with trying. And surprisingly, yes, they work quite well, depending on the situation. So, yep, not anti-spanking. But is what it is. I'm always open to everything. Uh, up next, for some mental health type break stuff, I recently purchased VIP tickets to Blink-182 for my wife and I to go see in Vegas. That'll be my first time in Vegas, believe it or not, next July, July 3rd. So if anyone's uh, in the area, um, I plan on finding a restaurant that has like a rotating uh, sushi train because that's just kind of like my dream. I want to find somewhere that has good sushi on a moving fucking platter. Uh, hit me up. I do have one friend that lives down there. I'm sure we'll meet up with for the night or so. We'll be there like five days. Uh, definitely something that was absolutely needed. Uh, mental health break. And, and you know, and, and you know, from the accident and just going through toddler times, you know, we got winter coming up. Uh, today is the first snow day, actually the day I made this episode. Uh, my wife and I need a break for sure. Um, I highly doubt that we will wait until July before we go somewhere. I do plan on at least slipping in one little quick trip, um, beforehand. Most likely, yes, we will bring the kid. So it's not like a 100% break, but just a break from here. Alaska can be quite mentally taxing. I love it here. There's no place like it on earth. Uh, I more than likely will die here, but sometimes you got to get out. And anyone that lives either on an island or in Alaska or something similar to Alaska can totally understand. So, yeah, we probably have a vacation coming up on the horizon. Uh, everything's so freaking expensive, man. This just whole economy and bullshit. I'm not even going to get into it on this show. If you want me to get into it, uh, check out my other show, Small Town Famous Coffee, Bourbon and the Grit in Between, where we bitch and banter and drink and just do whatever the hell we want on that show because it's a free country still. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that was just another short episode for you. Kind of an update is pretty much what these episodes are turning into. I do have a few guests lined up. Like I've said before, 
I do these shows when I can, and my guests can do these shows when they can because they're all parents. It wouldn't make much sense to have a non-parent on this show unless they're a mental health doctor, which we are also looking for. Anyone that wants to come on this show and talk about male mental health, it's on the horizon. It's in the plans. I haven't forgotten about it. You know, I just, I do these when I can, gentlemen. So like I always say, take some time to yourself, play some video games, play some music once or twice a week. You got to do it stay sane get your spouse to help out get some family to help out take a break go cook a nice steak i'm gonna make a nice freaking tenderloin tonight and i'm gonna eat the shit out of that with some whiskey and then i'm gonna binge on some ice cream afterwards just because i can all right guys appreciate it like share follow i'm open to suggestions freaking constructive criticism We'll keep it going. Love you guys. Good night.